Hello, and welcome to Connect GSO, your opportunity to learn about the city of Greensboro and the hardworking people who make things happen in our beautiful city. At the city of Greensboro, we are purpose-driven, people-centered, and data-informed. Behind all of that are the wonderful people who make it happen every day. So our podcast is an opportunity to introduce you to this wonderful staff that we have at the city, but it also allows you to hear directly from them because they serve us, they do the work every day and they work with one another to deliver a city that's beautiful and lovely that we call home. This is an opportunity to hear from them. They work in different departments, divisions, offices, and the work that they do every day makes our city the most desirable mid-sized American city. This is episode number eight, and our guest today is one of our city's new amazing leaders, Dr. Shamika Doroston. We call her Shri. And she just joined us on June 1st, coming from New York City. So welcome, Shuri. Thank you so much. It's good to have you here. Thank you so much. It's, a pl- oh, it's so great to be back to Greensboro. That's wonderful to hear. So Dr. Durstan heads our Office of Sustainability as our, chiefs, um, our city's chief sustainability officer. This is the first time in our city's history that we will have someone in this role. So while we have had a community sustainability council made up of community members mm-hmm. representing different council districts. They've been in place for many years, but this is the first time we will actually have someone who anchors the conversations around how we manage our resources and how we make it a priority as a city. So the Office of Sustainability is made up of how many staff persons now? It's just myself. So you're looking at it's her. It's just myself. Right <laughs> That's yeah. wonderful. But while it's just myself, it's also, I mean, there's so many people that have been doing sustainability-driven mm-hmm. projects and things, you know, before my time, you know, before I even arrived. Yeah. So there, and they are some key people that I often, you know, call on, mm-hmm. on to discuss various things. So about. it's a teamwork. It takes a team, absolutely, absolutely. That is good. But it's a great uh, day for us because I know that this is the defining issue of our time. And having someone who actually helps to pull all the teamwork together is very important. Exactly, exactly. And that's kind of been like my thing. You know, it just was always a driving thing to be the person who researched and pulled information Mm -hmm. together, you know, from my studies, from my different, you know, professional careers and things of that nature. So this is definitely, I feel like I'm in my calling. That's good. This is your happy place. It's my happy <laughs> place. I love it. It is. That's good. Well, so let's get to it. I've got uh, quite a few questions for you today, and I'm sure that our audience are dying to hear, you know, what you have to share with us about sustainability. This is a very interesting subject. You and I were just talking about that. If you use the word sustainability, um, sometimes people don't know what it really means. Right. Um, so I would like you to explain it to a Jane Q or John Q on the street who really doesn't know when you talk about sustainability, is it environmental sustainability? Is it economic sustainability? Is it social sustainability? Is it financial sustainability? So from our own perspective, what exactly does it mean? To me, it's like, okay, let's take the word sustain. Mm -hmm. How can we sustain? You know, that's how I like to kind of approach it when I'm, you know, having discussions with others. How can you make something sustainable? Mm -hmm. You know, so yes, you do. I mean, sustainability is such a broad topic. It encompasses, like you mentioned, every department, Mm -hmm. every city operation, every 
thing we purchase. I mean, it's yeah. very broad, but you look, you know, to break it down, you look at, okay, how can I be sustainable in what I do today mm-hmm. as you get out of your bed every, every morning, mm-hmm. every, you know, depending on your shift, every night, whatever. How can I go about this day mm-hmm. um, being as environmentally friendly? How can, hey, I can take the, elect, you know, the city's elect one of the electric buses to, yeah. you know, just thinking how can I go to the store and buy responsibly mm-hmm. try not to purchase you know you know too much packaged stuff with packaging and mm-hmm. things like that so it's just to me a mindful assessment of your everyday being um, it's, it's this mindfulness that we have to have you know and then as you pointed to the three pillars mm-hmm. environmental economical Economics. and then equity. Yeah. You know, we're looking at the planet, we're looking at resources, um, profit, and we're also looking at um, um, the whole people aspect. Mm-hmm. How yep. can we be equitable? How can we look around to make sure nobody's being left behind? When yep. we're talking about resources being on here over here, mm-hmm. we need to make it equal. So that's kind. That that's how sustainability is kind. Those are the three pillars yeah. we're looking at. And everyone can do it. And everyone, everyone can do it. Can. And, you know, when you when a lot of people think sustainability, they do tend to think of it being more around the environmental mm-hmm. realm, yeah. you know, the planet. Exactly. And it, I mean, but each it's of them, a big part of it. they're all intertwined. Mm-hmm. You know, the things we're purchasing, you know, as a city with the strategic energy plan, we're saying, okay, here's what the city's using. We're wanting to move by 2040 to be 100% renewable. It's a very tall, tall order. It's a very tall order. And mm-hmm. so understanding the city's history is so very important mm-hmm. because, you know, looking at the history helps determine the future. That's true. And yeah. with something like sustainability, you know, looking at our resources, how can we be, you know, more energy efficient? Mm-hmm. How can we, you know, with water resources, how can we be more wise about the water we use? It's like things are constantly evolving. Yeah. And it's it's it can be quite frightening. I mean, it could be. I mean, when you think about it, I think the neat part of it is that everyone has a role to play. Um, it's about individual and corporate contribution exactly. to how we can preserve not just our planet, but even our finances and, and, and the things that we do. I think when you started, and we had, you started on June 1st, and uh-huh. I think a couple of weeks or maybe a few days later, you and I met and we talked about, I say you have the most consequential job in the city. I mean, yeah. a lot of people believe the city manager's job is the most consequential, but I really think that your job is the most consequential because it it touches everything, like the choices we make. How do you get to work? Exactly. What are the things you buy? The type of homes we design, the type of facilities we, we use for offices, the type of lighting we have, whether you use plastic bag or paper bag or how you flush even your toilet. Yeah, I mean, all these things are so important. Toilet. It's so very important. And I think what's very eye-opening at this juncture, you know, being what, like almost in 2023, mm-hmm. yeah. is that the current administration, there's been so much federal funding. There's awesome. been so much conversation yeah. around climate change. Like when you turn the TV on, mm-hmm. it's probably a segment going to be just on climate change. Yeah. That's alarming. Mm-hmm. To me, um, I was watching a, a recent YouTube video, and this the the presenter gave such a just 
it just stuck with me how she was like, just like think of it as this world, this globe mm-hmm. having a, a serious fever right now. Yeah. How can, you know, and when we're sick, when we have a fever, what do we do? We're trying to take some, some medicine yes, to, exactly, get, to get, well. we need to think about our earth in the same way. Oh, isn't that amazing? How, that, and yeah. so that yeah. to me, I was just like, okay, yeah. now that doesn't put things in perspective. In- Come on. Interesting. So the earth takes a pill. Take it. And, and so how, so then you come up with, okay, best, okay, best practices. How can we do that? So to me, in my outlook at this juncture with the rollout soon of the strategic energy plan fully being adopted, mm-hmm. um, it's like, okay, here's the city's, you know, here's what the city's situation is. Yes. Each year, annual, the city will be responsible for showing our resident base, you know, our resident base how we're progressing. Yes. Here was a strategic energy plan. Here's the, you know, data that, you know, the studies, you know, what, where we were, what we were using at that time. Here's 2023, mm-hmm. 24. Yep. Here's where we are. And over time, they will see, you know, optimistically speaking, yeah. change and change in the right direction. That's awesome. When I was um, making a decision about coming to the city of Greensboro as the city manager, one of the things that attracted me to the city is the progressive nature of our city council. That one of their top priorities or strategic priorities yeah. is sustainability. Absolutely. Uh, not every city does that. Not every city has it out there. So this council has done an amazing job in prioritizing that. And I understand how key that is to our future. So obviously council understands. But when we think about our strategic energy plan, you mentioned that. How does the message resonate with individual city employees? Because it starts with us, right? Yeah. How do we, how, from your perspective as our anchor, lead, sustainability person, how does that message resonate with us as 3,300 employees? I think, I think just because we are, I feel like Greensboro, for me, working here back in 2007 to 2015 and coming back, seeing the growth, understanding that the tall orders we've set forth in our 2040 plan Mm -hmm. of us wanting to be the best mid-sized, the best, not one of the Mm -hmm. best, but the best Mm mid-sized cities, we know the tall orders ahead of us. We have aimed to be transparent in our, you know, from participatory budgeting and all, you know, being that being inclusive. Mm-hmm. So knowing those things, I feel like all the departments have become more receptive mm-hmm. and they we all join hands in wanting to, okay, you, we don't want one to outshine the other. We want to all shine together. That, that's great. You mentioned that the 2040 plan also talks about us becoming a car option as city. Now, yes. I don't know how many cities in the United States actually have that lofty goal. Absolutely. If, if if anything defines sustainability from a land use and transportation perspective, that's it, becoming a car option a city. Absolutely. And now we have Toyota here manufacturing electric vehicle batteries. Talk to us a little bit. I'm getting really excited about this. This is a topic I'm I am passionate ex- about. I'm excited too. I mean, even, you know, nowadays when someone moves to a, to a new city, mm-hmm. they want, I mean, this is new and I know you appreciate this. Yeah. The walkability score. They yeah. want to see. They mm-hmm. actually have a score where yeah. they say, "Oh, this city, you can walk here, here." Yeah. That's exciting, it and is. that's what people, especially the younger generations, yeah. we are now. We're living in such a technological time where to have this information, 
what you know people move they want to see a sustainability mm-hmm. report how sustainable is this city that's the tr- that's where Greensboro's going mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trying I'm going to work hard to try to produce yeah, again um, to our listeners that's why I said Dr. Dorostan has the most consequential job in our city uh, we have about 70,000 young people who call this city home yep. um, th- to create a cool factor. Sustainability is associated with the cool factor. It is. Right? I mean, it is. you just see that. It is. I'm actually invited to, I mean, I've been talking to universities. Yeah. I've been trying to create different partnerships mm-hmm. and relationships with um, just people, stakeholders. And I have a con- I have a talk next scheduled next week with a university here. And I am super excited because the professor, um, all, you know, kind of have already said, I have students who are interested in mm-hmm. sustainability. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll be, you know, and I want to be hip too to the, yeah, the, exactly. the times yeah. and to, you know, ensure that the programming that the office will soon have will cater to the universities and the different That's people. Because awesome. I'm getting such interesting, con- con- you know, I'm having interesting conversations about, you know, things that people want to see. Yeah. And that's really the way we get it done. So as we wrap up, I'd like you to share with us the top three things that we should be mindful of as a city when it comes to managing our natural resources. We know they are not infinite, right? They are limited. Uh, But when we go about our daily businesses, from brushing our teeth to the type of shopping that we do to... We're not trying to regulate people's lifestyle, but what are those top three things we should be mindful of as part of our contributions? Oh to my gosh, best practices. I could do such a long list, but you know, a lot of people think thrift, being thrifty was kind of like a hippie thing. Uh-huh. Um, my husband jokes at me all the time about, he calls me um, hippie all the time, but be thrifty. Like when you, to me, the mm-hmm. top things is being thrifty. Uh, think reusable, Mm -hmm. you know, take, don't, you know, take, you know, your own bottle, Mm -hmm. you know, to places, reuse it. Um, You mentioned paper bags, Mm -hmm. have your own reusable bag bag. when you go places. That's how I feel like though it may seem small, but doing those things really, really matter. Mm -hmm. And the more you see it, because you mentioned New York as well. They had a whole campaign yeah. on bring your own, yeah. you know, and it was a it was sort of like a movement. So getting on a subway and seeing people with their I mean, it was like, oh, wow, you wow. want it, it becomes cool. a trend. It's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And so I want to see that here yes. and to see more ridership on a, on electric buses and yes. to see. And so bit by bit, we'll start seeing change and we'll be able to capture them in our annual reporting and everyone will be up to speed. I feel like we'll will be on the same page somewhere. Uh, you know, I wish our audience could see your face as it just <laughs> lights up talking about this subject. I'm excited. Right? No, we can talk about it all day. So, which obviously means you got to come back on this podcast yes. and talk a lot about how we get there. Absolutely. And, the and there's a lot of sta- steps for us to get there when it comes to data accessibility, yes. when it comes to the actual reporting piece, mm-hmm. when it comes to having that internal team where you're you're engaged with on these very topics yes. that that is needed as well. Awesome. So, well, thank you. It's been a good to chat with you today. Should I know. We? we could talk for a long we time. Too. I know that, right? Uh, but we really thank you. And we thank our listeners also uh, to, uh, to you for listening to us today. The Connect GSO podcast is your one source for learning about your city staff, the work that they do, and how it affects our lives every day. 
It also allows you, our listeners, to provide us with your ideas for improving what we do. You can reach us at connectgso at greensboro-nc.gov. Connectgso at greensboro-nc.gov. Thank you.